As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Built to Last show. I have a really special guest and dear friend of mine today. Hey, Sarah. Hey, love. How are you? Good. I'm so so happy happy to have you. (laughs) Yes, ditto. I'm happy to be here. I love connecting with you and I love connecting with your audience. So I know, I know. We're going to have such a fabulous conversation. Um, Spirit-led for sure. That is what you are all about. So for sure. Yes. Uh, fill our audience and our listeners in on a little bit of your backstory and then mm-hmm. catch us up to speed um, and tell us about your business and what it looks like today. Hmm. Backstory. I was very tired, worn out, pulled in many different directions, but I was only 18. <laughs> and so I felt, oh, you're going way back. You're going I'm way just- back. <laughs> I'm not going way back. I'm just, just starting there. Just like, I'm not going to like tell the whole darn thing, but I feel like everybody feels that way in, in different parts of their life. I just happened to be 18 and I felt overwhelmed and I didn't know I could like turn to God to talk because I was raised Catholic. So I thought I had to be like dying or something tragic, not just feeling overwhelmed. So one night I turned to God and was like, you know, if you want to tell me anything about my future, that'd be great. <laughs> I have no direction whatsoever. And I feel like a lot of people feel that way. Like, which direction should I turn? Who am I? What, why am I here? What is my purpose? At least that's the people that come to me and they're asking the same questions. And I had those questions. So spirit, God gave me this dream and it was so clear. Everything felt like home in it. And I ignored it. I thought couldn't be that easy. Like it. I had to be crazy to think that I would just ask for guidance and then receive it. Like, who do I think I am to just do that? So I ignored it. And then I started ignoring all of my divine guidance for over 10 years. Um, to the point that I planned my own death. I was working for government agency that I didn't like anymore. I was in a marriage that I didn't like. I was getting my master's and I really didn't even care if I got my master's. Like everything about my life, I would woke up one morning and I was just looked in the mirror and I was like, who am I? I didn't even recognize myself. I feel like a lot of the people that I get to work with also feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so from there, uh, my friend asked me to go to, uh, to Florida on a vacation. And that dream that I had 10 years prior came true. And this man was walking along the beach right in front of me. And it happens to be Craig Sparks now and the man from my dream. And I this is like the shortened version. So there's lots of other versions out there, the longer versions. But from there, I just continued to wake up and I realized that all of the times that I ignored my divine guidance, and said, nope, I know better. Nope, that's crazy. It can't be that easy. Um, uh, Nope, I have to make it more difficult. I have to work really hard for this. Every time I did that, I got further and further away 
from the alignment of who I really am, from my true self, from that divinity that's within us. And that's what drove me more to sadness, depression, frustration, tired, worn out, all the things. The more that I tuned into my divine guidance, the more that I tuned into who I really am, the easier life got. The, the faster, more efficient decisions were made. Um, my business grew three to five times in a matter of nine months just by listening to my divine guidance. Um, but that also came with making other decisions as well. But it was around that. Um, and what other questions did you want me to, to add in like with my, with my business or whatnot? But Yeah, just fill us in on what your business is today. Yeah, what do so you do, today, who do you work with? What does it look like? Yep. So today I work with women, mostly there's some few good men sprinkled in there, but mostly women who are fun, fabulous, fashionable. We laugh and enjoy ourselves. They are educated, hardworking, dedicated, professional women, but they're just questioning, who am I? Why am I here? Why am I here? They've had all this success and now they've come to a point that it's like, hmm, something's missing. So what, what is my purpose here? Like, why in the heck is my soul in this body? <laughs> I've done all these things I want to know. And luckily that's what spirit gave me my gift. My soul literally came into my body to share why others are here and to lead them to listen to their own divine guidance. So I'm able to connect with another soul um, with their permission and the soul shares why it came into the body. Um, sometimes it's a surprise. Sometimes we were like, oh my gosh, that is what I've struggled with my whole life. And from, from that, of course, I go through group programs or masterminds that are year long, or there is individual work, one-on-one -on -one work, or if someone just wants, um, I've been doing these like little mini courses to give people a flavor of things of how to listen to divine guidance and their souls work and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I feel like I have the question of the hour. No. <laughs> Yes. Here it comes. Are you ready? Uh, I don't know. It's coming <laughs> from you. <laughs> no, I think it's going to be really easy for you. So okay. I, I'm tapping into my own divine guidance. And I feel like this question is one that our listeners might be asking themselves right now. And that is, Sarah, how do I know that I'm in alignment? How do I know when I'm in alignment? Because I mean, you and I, you, you and I have kind of been on a really similar time frame in terms of when we got married, when we had kids, when we started our first business, baby businesses, all those years ago, um, for you guys, guys who don't know, we'll see if this comes up, but Sarah and I actually met in 2013 at a live event we were at it's, as attendees. And, um, you know, you and I both worked with a lot of clients, a lot of people. I am a business coach. You are helping people. Yeah aligned with their divine guidance and their soul. Yeah. Both of us here, people struggling with, we also read this on social media a lot. Um, this word alignment is used a lot. How do you, how do you discern between, maybe this is my question, Sarah, how do you discern between divine soul alignment versus like ego or like self-alignment or, you know, in our coaching world, we hear like, what are your desires? What do you want? How do you know if it's just your human earthly egoic desire, or if that's really like a divine yeah. 
divine order whether or not you're wanting to prove something mm. so if i wanted to do 75 hard and i'm going to prove to somebody else even if it is my own self i'm going to prove to somebody that i can do it or i'm going to go out and get that client versus the client comes to me and shows up and is like, I need your help. And I feel like you're here or alignment. Uh, the house that we're purchasing came to us. I mean, yes, the people had to be purchasing another house. It's literally right next door. It is everything on our checklist. But if I was out to prove something like, oh yeah, I'm now a spiritual coach and I'm going to prove that I can buy a house and that I've made it and I've done this. That's ego versus mm -hmm. I cannot, I cannot deny that this is in divine timing and in alignment with my next step and our mm -hmm. next move. Mm -hmm. It's almost like things when I, when I have experienced alignment are coming to me, rather mm -hmm. me chasing after it. Mm. Okay. So how do we tell inside of our businesses? So, so the majority of our listeners are business owners, coaches, mm -hmm. experts, service-based entrepreneurs, consultants. So we are, you know, constantly creating programs, selecting price points for our programs, <laughs> determining how we're going to fill our programs, mm -hmm. uh, setting goals, financial and otherwise setting mm -hmm. enrollment goals, all those things. Mm -hmm. How do we know when decisions we're making inside of our business, like programs to offer price points da, 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 you know, how we're launching it. How do we know when we're in alignment there? Mm. So I remember being, cause I was in a course with you and I remember being in and you had like a, um, like a gathering, um, uh, like like a weekly, what was it? Office calls or something. And we mm -hmm. could, I don't even know if you offer that, that anymore, but we, you did at one time and we were all in this call and a gal came on and I, I won't share her name just because she's not on here talking with us. I don't know if she has, we have permission, but she was like, I just feel like it's time for me to offer a 10 K like, I just want to be like, I just don't, but I, but I'm really scared, but it just feels like it's the next thing. And like a 10 K year long program. And you were like, well, wouldn't the fastest path to cash be offering the 10 K and like, who could you, well, I already have a client and I'm supposed to be talking with her in like 15 minutes and what should I do? <laughs> but she was like so much in alignment with it. Like she almost couldn't not, not talk about it. Like she just had to be talking about it. And then all of a sudden it was like 10, 12 people in it. It became her first like hundred K year and it was easy. It was effortless. And then I have also seen then that like just came really easy. Like the clients were coming, like she was in alignment, her marketing, what she was saying. I mean, she could have been like, so I'm going to read from the phone book on what we're going to be doing. And the clients have been like, oh my God, I love you. You're just so amazing. And like, she was like big, bright, shiny light. And this was the thing. And then I've also seen it where people are like, okay, got to grind this out. Got to make another hundred K have to make it. Okay. So 
I've got to create this program and I got to like, there's this lot of effort and a lot of work or <laughs> let's use myself an example. I was like, all right, I offer this 12 week leading with your soul program every quarter. And I'm like, okay, it's the last quarter going to do this. And it's supposed to be starting tomorrow or tonight or something. It was like crickets. There was nothing happening. And I've like, I filled it the first three quarters. And I was like, all right, well, let's take a step back. I've done the same advertising. I've reached out to people. It was like nothing. And I was like, all right, something's going on. Divine spirit. What am I supposed to be offering? And spirit's like, they actually don't want 12 weeks. They just want five weeks. And they just want how to listen to divine guidance. They don't want all the extra. It's filled. <laughs> and it'll start tomorrow. Like it, it, it's just, well, I could have a few extra because I can, you know, it's a group program. So it, it could be a few extra. But anyway, so I checked in. Okay, something feels off. Something feels forced why is no one responding? Okay. I might not be in alignment with it. Maybe, maybe there's something within me that is getting really tired about talking about this. I don't know. Or what is it that the people that are coming to me, and I ask this to spirit, spirit, the people that you have already prepared to say yes to, to me right now, what is it that they want? How do they want to be working? What do they want to learn? What, what, what do you want me to guide them through? Because I am being of service. That's why I'm here. And I'm pretty sure other listeners are too. So I tap into what I, I view like a, like a conveyor belt. <laughs> it's like, it's like all these little souls are just like, all of us humans are just like up here on this like energetic plane of consciousness. And we're just like, I can connect to it at any point in time. And so I just connect and I just ask, so if something does feel off or you're forcing it or you are trying your best, but nothing is really happening, check in. I'm, okay, is this what I'm even supposed to be offering? I even do that with one-on-one -on -one clients. Like I, before I get on a call and I know that they want to be working with me and I have my standard offers, but I check in and I'm like, okay, am I to be working with them? yes or no, I kind of feel it out. And I feel it out as in like a light, if, if people are just starting out, light is right, heavy is no. So if you can't get an audible answer like myself, maybe just feel it out and be like, all right, this kind of feels heavy. So I'm going to guess like, no, I'm not supposed to work with them. Okay. Well then why, why are they here? Why have they, why have they reached out to me? What, what does that conversation look like? How, like, what questions am I to ask them? Am I to refer them to somebody? Am I to offer them into a group program and not one-on-one? -on -one? Like what's going on? Just so I'm always prepared because I like to be prepared. Um, or if it's a yes, all right, spirit, am I, am I to be working with them with this program or this program? Or should we create something that's even more in alignment? Mm -hmm. And what is that price point? What's going on? How many sessions? So sometimes I create it like right then and there, but I'm always like checking in to see if who I am to be guiding and working with, mm -hmm. if we're in alignment, because if we're not, I got to drag them through and that's not going to be any fun. So. so is this, have you always trusted no. divine guidance? No. <laughs> no, I haven't. I always thought, like I said earlier, I always thought, oh, that's just too easy. 
was, I think it's ingrained in us that it has to be hard. We have to work really hard to get what we want, at least for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up on a farm, so everything was hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, no, if it just comes this easy and I could be making this quick of a decision, oh, I don't know. Is there some, some, something at play? I was always very leery about it. Mm-hmm. That, that comes, you can kind of test that out and see like, am I trying to force something to happen? Am I trying to be in control of the outcome? That's like the setting of the goals. I mean, great, set the goals, but at some point release them. Mm-hmm. You're like, hmm, let's see how this is all going to play out. I want eight, 10 people into this mastermind. Hmm, that sounds fun. Let's stay curious. How is this going to play out? And then like, it's just like, all right, spirit, what's next? Where, where do you want me to go? How do you want me to show up? What do you want me to say? Who, 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 who do you want me to reach out to? What is it that they're wanting to hear? You know, I just stay curious. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. So in your world, how do you balance con- like constantly being in communication and relationship with spirit? Mm-hmm. As it relates to your business and other areas of your life, of course, how do you uh, kind of dance between that, but also like, do you have a vision for your business? Do you set goals in your business? Do you have any strategy in your business? Do you have a schedule? I think that's one of the, the places where a lot of people get really confused. Mm-hmm. Um, I think especially for, you know, people like me, where I'm kind of like, logical minded. And I think like a strategist, I love systems and process. Like that's my jam. Like I get off on that stuff. Mm -hmm. And, but then I also fully understand and can also connect with divine guidance. Then sometimes you feel like a little caught in the middle of that. So I would love to hear from you because not only is this what you do in your business, but you literally live this every day and every like second of your life. Do you have a vision for your business? Do you set goals? Do you have financial goals? And let me add a part two to this. So I remember to ask you this. Okay. Especially in business, when people set goals, whether it's a program enrollment goal, financial goal, whatever the goal is, how do you not get bent out of shape when you don't hit the exact goal that you set for yourself? So that was two questions in one. Okay. So yes, I do set goals. I do have a vision. I probably always can improve that vision. It's sometimes, uh, so like I have a vision for a couple of years out, but maybe not a five-year, which I know that is key to in, in people's, uh, in business. Um, when I don't reach goals and it happens, it's, it's interesting to see it all play out because I may think mm, 10 people have to be in this. 10 people have to be, this is, this is the financial goal that I've set for this program and 10 people have, have to be in it. And then maybe like nine show up, nine say yes. And then like the same week, a one-on-one who wants something even grander than what I would offer in a program comes in and it totally exceeds the financial goal. So I'm like, all right, cool. I know that I'm always taken care of. 
I know that I'm always provided for by God, source, creator, spirit, omnipresent, infinite intelligence. And so I'm as soon as I remotely even think about lack or competition, competition within myself or competition with others or, or just comparing, the energy stops. So, and for me, focusing on the energy of abundance and making and opening myself up to receive is key. Mm. Mm. Um, yes, I do have a schedule. I do not have a to-do list. I don't like to-do list at all because I, I could I could procrastinate. I'm a great procrastinator. If I have a to-do list, I'm like, oh, I'll get to that whenever. So I have to have a schedule and I put everything on a Google calendar and I even share what I need to share with my husband. So he knows that I'm on a podcast right now and the door's locked. So don't have the children come running in because everybody is awake and, and going at it right now. So I'm um, doing homework and stuff. So um, yeah, I have a schedule. I color code it. I live by it. Um, what else did you ask? Um, yeah. And I have a strategy. I mean, like, so strategy, meaning I'm not, uh, so I also don't use proper business words. So hopefully, <laughs> so hopefully I'm explaining things. I'll translate. Me. I'll translate. <laughs> I, I like my, my husband's a CIO. So like he, he speaks all like a whole different language. And sometimes even English, even proper English, I am not the best at. And I'm like, that's because I speak spirit first, Craig. There you go. <laughs> and he's like, you're so full of shit. So, or if, if that's okay that I said that, but um, what else did you ask me? Um, you kind of answered it like briefly. So if you want to expand on it, you, you're more than so welcome to. Strategy. So the strategy part, uh, I always think of like a relationship. So a strategy like marketing wise in, in a relationship, I don't want people to feel icky <laughs> or like, I'm just going to jump in the sack with you. So no, I don't expect you to just jump right into the 5k, 6k, 10k program that I have. I give them freebies and give them a little taste of what Sarah Sparks is all about by being on podcast or by being on live Facebook, uh, Facebook lives. I'm doing rapid fire channeling. And that was just, honestly, I started that to just push myself to get better at it and be comfortable with my own gift out in public. Um, but people end up sign, signing up, um, then introducing them to my signature stuff of how to listen to divine guidance and digging deeper into the soul's calling and then leading with your soul. So I just, I just look at it like a relationship and yeah. I am a commitment type of girl. <laughs> so I like to know somebody for a while. So I'm assuming that my soulmate clients, my ideal clients also do as well, but there's some yeah. that jump right on board. So is that what you mean by strategy? Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. I mean, look, if you have a business, there's still like strategy involved. You still have to track your numbers. Like you have yeah. an actual business. And at the same yeah. time, you can also listen to and answer divine guidance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, um, I, recently have, I was not always great with numbers and it's weird. It's kind of weird. It is really weird actually, because I noticed once I woke up, quote unquote, I became afraid of numbers and now versus before when I wasn't, when I wasn't, I 
we had 250,000 we were making a year with my ex-husband and I, we had money and savings. There was like, it just, you know, down payment of house. Okay, cool. Buy, buy a car cash, like didn't even matter. Sometimes when one is going through this quote, quote unquote, wake up process, there's a lot of emotions that come up. And so I think I attached emotions to money and versus before it was just money equals money. And I, I had this conversation with a client because she was like, well, money, money to me was always love. And I said, but then the, then the equation is off. So if money equals love, it's like saying oranges equals celery. I was like, that's not, that's not it. So like to take the emotion out of money and just be like, this is a bank statement. This is my PL, This is what's going on. Okay, cool. Like I can invest here. I can ship money over here. I can invest in myself. I can invest in the house. I can invest in the stocks. I can, oh, I need a little bit extra here. Okay, cool. All right, spirit. So if you are intuitive, then be like, all right, spirit, we need an extra 5k this month. Let's do this. <laughs> How are we going to manifest this? What should I offer? Let's, let's go, you know, have fun with it instead of just being, but yeah, money equals money. Love equals love. Like I think take, taking the emotion out of it and just getting down to getting down to business. Yeah. I, um, I don't know if I've talked to you about this. I hired a financial coach earlier this year in February, um, and literally have like so many spreadsheets and I've kind of become obsessed with like tracking everything that needs to be tracked on both on the personal side and on the business side from taxes business expenses, net profit, um, owners pay like all of that. I love it. Um, you know, looking at how our net net worth fluctuates, paying off any debts that we owe, paying taxes off in full. And to your point, what helped me the most with that was taking the emotion out of money and looking at money. Like this is a tool and my spreadsheets and my bank statement is mm -hmm. they are also tools for me to mm -hmm. track my money. And then once I'm fully aware of what I have and what I need, then I can, I mean, I love, I like play around with like transferring money to different buckets. Um, <laughs> it's so freaking fun, but it also has zero emotion attached to it. Like there's zero emotion in a spreadsheet. There's zero emotion in like moving money around from account to account, but that taking the emotion out of the money piece has been pivotal for me this year working with a financial coach and look at like, she's helped me look at money in a completely different way because mm -hmm. to a financial coach, all it is, is a tool. Yeah. Literally. It's just a tool. That's it. It's not love. <laughs> um, all right. So let's shift gears slightly right. from like the bit talking about spirit and it's, it's a uh, role in business. Mm -hmm. Um, I know you also have a life. Yes. <laughs> Clearly you're married to Craig Sparks. And you have two beautiful girls and you guys are literally like buying a house right now. Yeah. So, um, I imagine that spirit does not just give you guidance in your business, also <laughs> in your life. So talk to us a little bit about how do you, uh, what does it look like in your life when you do have a husband and you do have two kids? Are they also talking to spirit? Are they getting the same thing? Are you the one leading everything around? Like, how does it work in your life? <laughs> right. And, well, let me also say this, cause I'm just going to share this. Cause you guys, you guys don't all know Sarah. Like I know Sarah, Sarah used to live down the road from us in Florida. Yes. And we managed to get in like one family dinner at a restaurant before you moved. Be yeah. So it was short-lived that we both lived in the same state at the same time. 
And I remember Sarah telling me that spirit told her to move to Iowa. It was Iowa, right? Mm -hmm. Iowa, which is where you're from. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We we lived there for two years. Yep. And she just like picked her family up and said, Hey, we're moving to Iowa. And at the time I was like, what the heck is in Iowa? And why would you want to leave Florida? But (laughs) I will bow down to spirit any day. Then Sarah tells me two years later, Oh, spirit told me to move to South Carolina. And I'm like, I grew up in the Carolinas. What is Sarah doing? Going to South Carolina. Sarah knew nothing, Sarah knew nothing about South Carolina, by the way. And I'm like, where are you living? Like what's in South Carolina for you? She's like, I don't know. Spirit told me. Okay. The reason why I'm asking this is because one of the things that I bet you hear, I hear it from clients pretty often and it's, I can't move because so a lot of people, especially who live up North, not Mm -hmm. ragging on you guys, but you complain a lot about the weather. They complain Mm -hmm. a lot about how cold it is. And here (laughs) I am in Florida with palm trees in the background. And I'm like, you can move. You can, you can move. And there's like, but I can't, because I can't, because my kids are in school and I'm going to have to take them out. I can't because, uh, you know, we've lived in this house for 15 years. I can't, because this is where my husband's job is. I can't because fill in the blank. Well, clearly you did not fill in the blank with, I can't because, and you schlepped your husband and your two kids around when spirit (laughs) called. So talk to us about that. (laughs) Oh, yes, I did. And I mean, let's be a little bit even realer with it. Um, When we moved to South Carolina, um, my husband had quote unquote retired as the CIO when we moved from Florida to Iowa. So Sarah Sparks, who used her business as a side hustle and (laughs) uh, had to kick it into high gear and be like, hmm, we're gonna do this thing for real this time. And cause now we're supporting a family and then we're moving. And I was like, hmm, renters, how are we going to show that we can even (laughs) rent? And it always worked out. It always worked out. We always had everything that we needed. And people were like, oh, you're making this much a month? Okay, cool. That's awesome. I'm like, so in my mind, I was like, there has to, we have to have so much and we have to do so much and we have to work really again, work really hard and we have to prove ourselves and we have, everything has to be perfect. And that's usually not even true. <laughs> even with buying this house even with buying the house. So buying the house, um, divine guidance in real life. So I, I freaked out a couple of weeks ago because I was like, huh, huh. husband still retired and still currently me. Um, things are shifting with that. But um, anyways, so we, we, um, I was like, oh, again, I started freaking out about money and putting everything together and how's this going to work? And And spirit says, Sarah, this house is literally yours. Like it's literally created for you as your next house. You will stay here for 18 years until both girls are out. And I was like, okay, can I get a loan? Because I remember you and I having this conversation when like owning your own business and trying to get a loan and all the things. And I was like putting so much judgment on, on myself. And I was like, how the heck? I'm like, Spirit, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to apply if I cannot get this loan. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go through it. So it's like, no, it's yours. They're, they'll approve. You got it. It's fine. 
And I'm like, okie dokie. So I'm trusting the whole time, except for two days. And I freaked out. <laughs> I freaked out. And I think that that trust, like, yeah, you'll have those, those moments. And then I'm like, I, this is key. <laughs> Are these thoughts that I'm having leading me down the direction that I want to go? Is this, is this experience that I'm having right now with these thoughts and this worry and this anxiety or where you're living or what you're experiencing or how much you're making or the relationship you have with your significant other or the relationship with you have with your children or child? Is this the experience that my soul came here to experience? If it's not, then what is it? Like, what did your soul come here to experience? And one thing I wanted to give was stability for my child, for both of my girls. I want them to have a home that they're like, this was my childhood home. This is where I, I grew up. And moving Amira from, which is our oldest, from Florida to Iowa, and then her having starting kindergarten, which is still just kindergarten, but, but she started kindergarten. And then she had to start again here, but it was so cool. I was like, I know we have to move. I know South Carolina is the place we need to go. A spirit, like, when should we move? And I heard by October 1st, and this is like July-ish. So the next store neighbor, two, two places down, she's a kindergarten teacher. And she just happened to be bringing in her trash bin. And I, I was outside with the girls and we made small talk. And out of her mouth, I don't even know why she even said it, but it was like, oh, I am looking so forward to these next two months after, after we get through those first two months, then in October, October 1st is when the real teaching begins. It's not this catch up. It's not this introductory and spirit goes, and that's why I want you to be moved by October 1st. And I was like, okay. And I like got full body goosebumps and I'm like, okay. So like, if you ever do need validation of like, is this for real? Usually it's given to you in just a conversation and you just yeah. have to be paying attention. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you've used the word trust a lot in this conversation. <laughs> I didn't even realize it. I love it. I love it. And instead of asking you a question about how do you trust, mm-hmm. I'm interested in how do you, how does your husband and your two girls trust you when you receive divine guidance and you make moving decisions, school decisions, house decisions, right? Like they're going along with it. How have they developed such a level of trust? Do they trust you? Do they trust divine guidance? Is it a combination? My girls don't connect. So one is, well, one may, I don't know. She's three. The one that I'm like, "Eh." but the older one I have, she'll know like when a friend is about ready to knock on the door, she's like, Savannah's going to knock on the door. And then Savannah knocks on on the door. So I think she is tuned in, but she doesn't think so. Or like we're out hiking. um, And I know I'll, I'll get to your answer. We were out at garden of the gods and I was like, she was wanting to take rocks home. I was just trying to see if she could like tune into anything. And I was like, do those rocks want, want to come home with you? Or do they want to stay here? Cause this is kind of their home. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know how to connect to that. She's just like getting all irritated, which is usually like 
if clients aren't ready to even have that conversation, that's the irritation that, that comes up. So I was like, well, she's not ready. Like, we'll just let that be. My husband and I have had so many, I don't think he, like when we first met would trust or even maybe in a few years down the way, but there has been so many spiritual experiences. Um, his father who passed away came into my body in the middle of Nashville, Tennessee at the Glen Grand, uh, what's the Opry? What's the, the Grand Opry? Ole Opry. The, yeah, the, 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 the hotel that's there. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what that. Oh yeah, I know. I and, and, yeah. uh, we were in the middle of a business dinner and I was like, I looked at him and I'm like, uh, I'm like, I gotta go. And he's like, why? And I'm like, your father's here. And he's like, Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> he's like, huh, I'll meet you up in the hotel room. <laughs> and so I went up there and that was a very interesting evening, but it was a, definitely a bonding experience and it's too long a story to go into here. But, and then there's been other things like um, both, both of us experienced Amira coming to us as a soul. So it first came to me, she first came to me and I was just starting to tap in to my meditation practice and divine. I really was a newbie at it. And her little soul came saying, Hey mama. And I was like, I just moved in with Craig. Um, we're not even married. Like what is going on? Like, who's this? Where, why am I hearing this? And she's like, when you and daddy are ready, you can call me Amira Naomi and I'll come into your life. And I was like, Oh, all right. So I told Craig that. And he was like, uh, what a uh, father? Like, do you not realize my age? <laughs> like, this is not a thing. I didn't even think about it. And I was like, I, I, I didn't think about it either. <laughs> like, but let's just, you know, I'm like, I'm not ready now. And then, oh, probably a few months after that, I was out at a work conference and I met him at his conference when I got back. And that was down on like St. Pete beach area. And we were sitting by the elevators and he's like, Sarah, I have to tell you something. I was like, what? The little girl that you described and she came to me in a dream last night and she hugged me and said, daddy, you can call me Amira Naomi. And she's like, he's like, it's the same little girl. And it's, it's Amira Naomi. She's eight. So, um, there's just been so many experiences that I mean, making a decision to move is really <laughs> irrelevant to yeah. bring in a life into this world. And it's like, oh, okay. Another earthly thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I love it. Oh my gosh, Sarah, I could just keep having just this conversation with you. And I'm sure our listeners could keep <laughs> listening to you. Um, so let's, let's close it down. All right. So I know you talk about like being all in. And everything really shifted for you when you decided to go all in. And I think instinctively, a lot of folks know I haven't actually let myself go all in yet. And I know like that's, that's the next big dive into the deep end of the pool. If you could leave our listeners with a couple of tips or words of wisdom on giving themselves permission to go all in, what would you share with them? It's going to be scary. A jump, leap. The rewards of leaping are insurmountable. The amount of 
pride and courage and love that you'll develop for yourself can never be taken away. By going all in, you will build the confidence and trust in yourself that you've been wanting to have. And you'll actually start doing the things that you're here to do. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Everybody go all in. Um, Sarah, I'm sure that some folks are going to want to locate you on the interwebs and <laughs> learn a little bit more about you and your body of work. Um, can you tell us where we can find you? And I will also put in the show notes. I know that you have a free resource. Um, so if you'd like to take a second to share that, go for yeah. it. Yeah. The free resource is the five steps that spirit gave me to listen to divine guidance. I keep it really simple, highlight them. There's more to it than just the highlighting of it, but I've had people use the sheet and completely transform their business. So you do what you want with it, but it's a free resource. So it's the steps that changed my life around. So I just want other people. Um, and then if you want to connect with me, sarahsparks.love is my web address. Awesome. And that is down below in the show notes. So you can click those links and download your free resource. Thank you so much, Sarah. This was heavenly. <laughs> Thank you for having me, love. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.